0: Welcome back to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast, Episode 121, Handling Being Sick with Your Nutrition and Your Training. So we recorded this episode because as you can probably tell, I'm not feeling super great. I'm a little under the weather, Uh, but we wanted to give you some updated practical takeaways with our new philosophies around this subject, as it's been almost a year and a half since we recorded this last episode, and our philosophies around this topic have changed considerably. So sit back and relax. And if you're sick, feel better soon. Now we don't interrupt this show midway with sponsored ads or asking you for ratings and reviews in the middle. So while you're just getting settled, we ask that you just take two seconds here to support our show by giving it a five-star review on Apple podcasts or Spotify. Ratings and reviews allow us to bring more knowledgeable and influential people onto the show for you to learn everything possible about science and sustainability with respect to your goals. Now, if you liked this episode in particular, screenshot it and tag us on Instagram to show your support. One share could be the catalyst for someone in your life to transform their body, their health, and their fitness for good. And of course it helps our show grow too. And we appreciate that. Thanks again for listening. Now we don't take your attention for granted, so let's get right into it. Episode 121, Nutrition and Exercise When You're Sick.
1: Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Lynn, and I'm here with my co-host, Marissa Roy. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what to do when you're sick because Marissa has a stuffy nose today.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So if I sneeze and it doesn't get edited out, I apologize. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I was just like, I don't think we've actually, have we done a full episode on this before? I don't think we have. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we have. And if we have, it's been a very long time. Um, so it's definitely overdue. And we get this question all the time because it's the turn of the seasons, and during the winter time, it's flu season, and basically there's always a reason for people to be getting sick all the time. So we are going to talk about practical ways that you can. Just get better faster because the easiest way to not fall off track when you're sick is to just get better faster. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of like my philosophy around it, though. Like the question is like, should I exercise when I'm sick? What should I do? Should I modify my workouts? Blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I've kind of like for myself personally veered more towards the philosophy of just like, if I'm coming down with something, I'm going to rest completely and just kick it out of the way as soon as I can so that it's gone and I can go back to doing my hundred percent sooner. Now there is a way to kind of meet yourself in the middle and we'll talk about that, but, um, I've just found that like, I just need to conserve all my energy for whatever I have to do that day.
1: Yeah. and I think that Probably a couple years ago, you could go back and listen to some earlier episodes. And I think we've kind of talked about like the head, the head up symptoms versus like head down or from like the neck down, neck up. It's true. Down. Yeah. To, to an extent. I mean, I think it's very different. You, you want to kind of think about like, what kind of sickness do you have? Like, do you have a migraine? Do you have allergies? Uh, Do you feel like, you know, you were diagnosed with, you know, uh, you know, something like a virus or, um, you know, you have body aches like you you have all these things like so you really want to sit down and kind of be like, how am I feeling and like, what are the symptoms that I'm having because I think it's really different if you wake up and you feel tired. (laughs) or you wake up and you're like, I don't want to train. I don't feel my best. Like, cause then it's like, okay, like that, that's probably just like a mental thing and you can push through it and go. But if you are actually sick with something, then my philosophy has, has changed a lot because I used to think like, oh, like you could probably push through it. Then like, you could go to the gym, but exactly what you're saying. It's like, I want you to feel at a hundred percent before you go back to the gym. And that's, I mean, it sounds bad, but it's not from like a um like spreading <laughs> anything. You know, obviously we don't want to do that. Um, but it it it's a immune response. Like, so if you feel like, oh, well, I could push through it, I'm at like 80%, like, yeah, that might feel really hardcore and it might feel really good to get back into the gym, but I'd rather you wait a couple days to fully kick it because if you're training what your immune response is gonna do is it's, it's gonna go to fighting off the sickness. So if you are going into the gym and you're training and you are damaging your muscle, what it's gonna do is prioritize you getting sick. So what you're doing is like those satellite cells are being sent to the illness and not repairing your muscles. So you're literally going into the gym, you're breaking down your muscle and then you're getting smaller. so it's like okay well i'd rather just rest a couple more days and then go into the gym be 100 percent, and then make sure that i'm building muscle
0: (laughs) yeah and like another way to look at it is just like your total capacity for like stress and inflammation in your body like your body's going to produce like as much of an inflammation response as it can to sickness also to training and so uh with exercise like it's a really fine line with it, but like I kind of fucked up actually because I started feeling sick like last Friday and it was like after the live event and we were on this crazy high and then, and then Friday I started feeling like a normal human again. And then I started getting sick and then I just slept and slept and slept as much as I could over the weekend. And then Monday and Tuesday, I started feeling better. So Tuesday, I went or Monday, I went to the gym and was like, okay, I feel good, but I'm I'm just gonna be safe and like do this really this workout in a really easy sense. So it was like a regular workout, and I basically just like took it down like 50%. And I was like, I'm just gonna move for these 30 minutes, and that's it. And I felt great Tuesday, so I knew I didn't push it too hard and I felt like I was on the way up, I'm on the way up, and I almost felt better then Tuesday, I was like, all right, I feel like 90%, like, let's just do a normal workout. So I did like a normal leg workout. And here's what happens. Like, I'm less recovered today. I'm sore as shit. Like my legs hurt so bad, and I can barely move them. And I woke up the next morning with more of a sore throat. And Mm. today, um, I allowed myself to sleep in some more because I was like, all right, I got to kick this. and so. Yeah. So today I'm like on the way back up from that. So I basically like was almost there, kicked myself back down and I'm climbing back up. So again, like, even though I'm preaching this, like lesson learned again, sometimes you got to kind of go through it to remember it again, but yeah. Oh, excuse me. So yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's where we're at.
1: <laughs> yeah. So and and this is, I think that I've had this conversation a lot with other clients too, because it's like, okay, well, I'm, I know that I'm sick. I know that I should rest, but do I still move? Do I still get my steps? Do I still do cardio? And so I think it's very individual because obviously you know your body best. I can't, I can't tell you like, you know, if you're at 50%, you should do this. If you're at 70%, you should do this. It's kind of just, how are you feeling and kind of be your, you know, best judgment or or use your best judgment. But I usually say like, you know, unless you were literally like, you know, like you're the body aches, like you're feeling really, really tired, like you're, you know, sore throat, like all these things, like probably shouldn't be doing a lot of cardio and like, yeah, I don't want you to just like literally not move from bed. Like you can still move around a little bit, but at that point, like just recognizing like you need to rest and you need to recover. And if you're not getting your steps, like it's, it's okay. Um, but if you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling like maybe 70, 80%, like you can probably get up and, and go on a walk, get some fresh air, like don't push it. Don't like power walk down, you know, and like, uh, kill yourself over this, but, uh, movement is good. That will help just as from like the recovery standpoint, like helping to reduce inflammation, getting outside, like, you know, uh, seeing the sun, that's always great. <laughs> um, that can be really actually really good from a recovery standpoint and also sleep. Um, but cardio, you know, just getting things moving like um, I think that that's really good, but not pushing it um, and taking it a little bit lighter than you might necessarily go like I don't want you going balls to the wall, um, but that movement
0: can help a lot from the the recovery standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually have this, um, this like document up that, that walks through like exercise in your immune system. That's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get into when you're sick, what to do, actually, it would probably be a really good idea to just outline like, how does the immune system respond to exercise in general? Um, and so if you were to do a brief bout of vigorous exercise, say like five, 10 minutes, even if it's really, really your all, it doesn't cause an immunosuppressing effect. So Mm -hmm. like if you were to just do like a super high intensity bout for like five minutes, like that would not cause you to be more susceptible to actually catching any sort of illness. Um, And a moderate intensity kind of, you know, moderate length exercise session can boost immunity. So like going on a light jog or a long walk or like a really easy kind of training session can actually boost your immune response. Um, so it actually makes you more resilient against catching anything. But then if you do prolonged vigorous exercise sessions, like an hour, two hours of just like straight up killing yourself, super difficult, that is actually going to temporarily make you, um, a little bit suppressed in terms of your immunity to whatever might be around. And so, um, over time, You're going to be strengthening your immunity by like building and building, um, what's called adaptive immunity and innate immunity. So innate immunity is like the biology that you have, your gut, your immune system, the cells you already have within you. And Resistance training actually strengthens that innate immunity. So even if you do vigorous prolonged exercise, in the short term temporarily it might depress your immune system like the next couple hours after, but long term resistance training chronically will make your innate immunity stronger. Your adaptive immunity are things like like your kind of uh what's it called? Your cell memory, like if you like caught the flu, you know, they always say like, you're never going to catch that same strain of the flu again because you develop an immunity for it. Um, So only like different variants of that thing can get you again. And like no two colds are the same, that whole train of thought. Um, And also like any sort of vaccinations, like that's adaptive immunity where it's like, we are literally putting something in you that's trying to make you immune to this thing. Right. Um, And so chronic moderate exercise, like cardio, um, cardiovascular exercise that's like moderate in intensity, that can strengthen your adaptive immunity. So I explain all of that to now contrast how that might be different if you are already sick, because those are ways that you can actually boost your immune system by having just a variety of different exercise modes, resistance training, doing some cardio, um, and just living a healthy lifestyle overall is going to make you stronger both innately with your immunity and with any adaptive immunity that you have but <clears throat> when you're sick um there's actually this cool little I'll just put the link to this uh what's it called pdf in the show notes for you guys but there's like four different um kind of phases of exercising while sick so days 1 through 4 of being sick um and so day 1 is if you have symptoms like a sore throat, coughing, runny nose, congested nose, you can exercise at a low intensity. But if you have anything like joint pain, muscle pain, aches, headaches, fever, diarrhea, vomiting, obviously don't exercise. Like a lot of it's common sense. Like if you feel like absolute ass and like your body is rejecting you, don't exercise. And if you have a fever, don't exercise. Um, so I think I'll probably just go over like the symptoms that might be okay to do some exercise with. So if you're sick on a second day, you still don't have a fever. There's nothing worse about your above the neck symptoms. And you can do like light exercise for like 30 to 45 minutes. Like if that's a walk or yoga or like really, really light movement, Um, and then you can kind of just keep progressing that as you go, like three, four, five, six, et cetera, days out. It's basically just, if your symptoms don't get worse and they stay above the neck, you can just continue to progress that exercise slowly over time. So it's very much in alignment with kind of, I am sure your recommendations too, of like, just kind of start back at like 50% when you're coming back into the gym, don't push it. Like that's what I got right on Monday that I didn't get right on Tuesday, I jump from like 50% to 100% versus going like 50, 65, 70, and then all the way back. (laughs) So um, just wanted to walk through that so people know that, yes, exercise will boost your immunity, but when you're already sick, you're going to want to take it easier than you normally would because it's going to just add to that stress that your body's trying to adapt to and probably prolong whatever you have.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to cover next is like, it it's frustrating to feel like you might lose your gains, or you're going to put on a bunch of weight. And I guess that that's another thing that we should address is because the other the other comment that we get from clients is like, well, should I adjust my macros? Because I'm not working out, I'm not doing cardio, I'm not doing steps. So should I lower my food intake? Um, so I, I say no, because again, we need that we need your body to be in a position where it can fight off the illness. And if you're lowering food, then you're not fueling your body. And so you're going to feel worse. So we need to be in a position where we can fight off the illness and you're not going to lose your gains from taking a couple of days off from the gym. And if you try to push it too soon, like you said earlier, you're going to prolong how long you're out of the gym. So it's best to just take, you know, maybe it's a solid five days off from the gym and don't do anything. And that's going to be way better for you than trying to push it. And then you're out another, you know, two, three, four, five days.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you got to think about nutrition from the standpoint of being sick is just another stressor to fight off, like training stress on your body, tearing your muscle tissue apart and having to repair it. That is calorically expensive meaning it that's why we have to eat protein and food in order to build muscle because it takes calories to to build that kind of same idea with being sick like it's you have this huge immune response in your body you're trying to fight off all this bacteria all these illnesses. Where do you think your body's going to get the energy to do that, to fight that, right? Um, and so your, whether you realize it or not, your energy is just being allocated elsewhere. So whereas your, your overall energy intake, your food intake might be allocated normally towards your normal recovery, your normal recovery from training and your normal activities of daily life. When you get sick, you might subtract the training, but you're adding in all of the you know, sickness that you have to fight off and the fatigue and everything your body's going through. And if it, if you cut the resources that are needed to fuel that you're just cutting your body's ability to, you know, repair itself. And so I would honestly say, you know, equate same calories and like, do kind of a deep dive on like, how can I make every single one of those calories count as much as possible? Like, How can I incorporate more nutrients, more fruits, more vegetables, more fibers, more things with vitamins and antioxidants that are going to flush all this shit out of my system sooner? Um, And sometimes if it's like really bad, you should try to eat more, like just a little bit more and give your body the fuel that it needs in the form of nutrient dense stuff. Like obviously just eating 10 more pop tarts because, you know, Marissa said on the podcast, you should eat more when you're sick. That's not going to help you. That's just going to cause more inflammation. But like if you actually were hungry and you needed something to eat and you added like some citrus fruit with vitamin C or like some vegetables or like an extra whatever that's going to help you feel better, uh I'm all for it. So, yeah, that's kind of my stance on the nutrition side.
1: I'm having flashbacks of recording this episode. I feel like we've talked about, I'm like remembering the nutrition side of things. We've talked about like getting in vitamin C and doing things like that. But I don't, I don't know if we, yeah, avoid losing progress while sick with these tips. So Mm. number 59. So we did talk about it. Um, Like a year and more than a year ago. It was published, yeah, on January eighteenth, twenty twenty two. So i I will say I do believe that my thoughts have changed a little bit since then. And I would say, stay out of the gym longer than you think that you might need to just
0: mm-hmm. to make sure you
1: at a hundred percent. But I do remember going over, like we went into a lot more depth with the nutrition side of things. And I still think that that reigns true. And like we want to make sure that we're properly hydrating, like we're doing all those things. and, I feel like we're all experts now when it comes to sickness because of what we went through three years ago (laughs) Um, and everything that we had to do. But I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's like, um, I think the other thing too, that's really difficult when it comes to nutrition is like, there's that other side of things like, yes, you do need to increase your, your, or eat what you're normally eating or increase your food intake. But then that's the other side of the spectrum. Well, what if you're really sick and you have no appetite? that can Mm -hmm. be really really tough especially protein because Mm -hmm. i feel like you know at least when i'm sick i'm like i want comfort food i want like a grilled cheese or like chicken noodle soup and protein is just not very appealing um so trying to sneak in protein like you know having like a smoothie with some protein powder in it or Um, you know, again, using the chicken noodle soup, like adding in some additional chicken that you've cut up, just some small things like that, just to make sure you are keeping your protein intake up because that will help with preserving your muscle mass. Mm -hmm. Um, but fluids are key, especially, you know, vitamin C and going outside. I know I've said that, you know, earlier, but going outside, exposing yourself to the sun um making sure that that's going to also help with sleep and making sure that you're recovering and I can't believe we didn't even talk about sleep um sleep as much as possible
0: as <laughs> um, much as possible yeah.
1: yeah yeah absolutely even if you are sleeping you know and you feel like a bum you're sleeping 9 10 11 hours at night like you're really 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 helping the recovery process and so when you're going outside exposing yourself to the sun Um, you are going to help with that natural, just like circadian rhythm. And it's going to help ensure that your quality of sleep is good. Um, So lots and lots of things when it comes to, you know, doubling up with like vitamins and things like that. So nutrition is really, really important when it comes to recovery. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And when you have any sort of infection, like it actually impacts like just your overall physiology and it will most likely impact your appetite and the absorption of nutrients. And like, it just makes it so much more important for you to actually focus on the nutrients, um, and giving your body a better chance at absorbing those things. And that's difficult because it's like, again, it just doesn't sound good. Um, but like trying to just honestly, like a good smoothie goes a long way when you're sick because <laughs> you can just blend so much shit together. Um, but I actually have some new information around this that is a little bit like more specific, but um, if you are you know, already sick in terms of nutrition, prebiotics and probiotics are actually really, really helpful um, depending on where you are. So if you are not sick right now, something that can make you more uh, resilient against infections and being sick is prebiotics and probiotics. Um, and you can do that through food like prebiotic foods, like veggies, starchy carbs, fruits, healthy fats, and you can supplement as well. Like basically anything with freaking fiber in it is a prebiotic, um, naturally occurring fiber. Let's not just eat quest bars, but, yeah. um, but then if you are already sick then one way that you could potentially try to fast track your recovery would be with maybe supplementing a probiotic um or prebiotic fiber supplement um this can actually just help to kind of like feed your gut and get the healthy bacteria going cuz a lot of your immune system stems from your gut and i don't i'm not going to say i know a lot about gut health but like what i do know is that your immune system is like that that's in there. (laughs) Um, and I don't have a lot of confidence on the details, but I know that for a fact and feeding your gut, lots of healthy fibers, prebiotics and probiotics can be really, really helpful for immunity and fast tracking your recovery. And then probiotics are things like, you know, the things we think about when we're like my gut health, we're like kimchi pickles, fermented yogurt and all that stuff. Um, those can be helpful or just supplementing with probiotics as well. Um, can just really feed again, the gut bacteria that allows your immune system to thrive and then either keeps away or kicks away, whatever it is you are trying to fight. So that was something that I, the last time we recorded this didn't really put a second thought towards, um, and it all just lends itself to like eat a more nutrient dense diet, which is what we have probably said anyways, but if you really want to be specific about it, you can think about those things as well.
1: Yeah. I don't really have anything else to add.
0: Oh boy. Oh boy. Let me see if there's anything else that I can add here. I'm a big proponent for tea. Like I always mm-hmm. just feel good when I have a warm and cozy tea. Cause I don't know about you, but my appetite for coffee just goes away when I'm sick, which is sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> think about, I think, I, I don't know. Cause I feel, I feel like I normally do get sick a lot more in the winter. So sometimes like just having coffee helps like, yeah, and then to like talking about protein, like I can sneak in, whether it's like, you know, some collagen or I can sneak in something like with the, the coffee. I feel like that helps a lot. Um, but I, I, yeah, every now and then I'll like go into like this tea phase. I love, um, like Earl gray tea, but it's something I just don't necessarily think about all the time. Yeah. But in prep, I would do a lot of tea at night. That was like, Oh man, <laughs> like that was the treat. Yeah. Something flavorful, zero calorie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do really like tea and it'll just help with that, um, hydration
0: aspect. Yeah. Oh, hydration. Holy crap. How did we miss that? Hydration. I talked about it. Okay. But like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, (laughs) but I was thinking about bone broth, um, Mm, mm -hmm. and I was thinking about hydration and then electrolytes with hydration because you can hydrate through food. You can, yeah. You can hydrate through food, <laughs> like, uh, fruits, vegetables are all very water dense. So you're going to get some hydration through that. You were going to want to drink a lot of water, but uh bone broth is really great because it's got a lot of vitamins and minerals and protein and it's hydrating and it's got a ton of sodium and electrolytes, which are so critical for being sick. Um, so yeah, um, that's what I meant was we didn't, touch on electrolytes quite as much, but these are yeah. absolutely critical for your recovery. Um, and especially cause you're just like, when you're sick, you just, you just like not sweat out, but like, if you have a fever, you might actually sweat it out, but A lot of times we can lose electrolytes, even if we're not actively sweating, that's something that a lot of people don't actually know, uh, it's like, Oh, I don't sweat very much. So I don't need that many electrolytes. It's like, okay, well, were you doing vigorous activity or were you fighting off an infection? Like you're actually losing electrolytes, whether you realize it or not, because your body's using them, even if you're not, you know, covered in your own sweat by the end of the day. So, um, just replenishing electrolytes as much as you can with your hydration, um, when you're sick is huge.
1: Yeah. So it could be something, it's just like adding salt to your meals, things like that. But if you're going to do, you know, we uh, recommend doing the electrolyte packets so you can do the, what is it? LMNT, um, liquid IV, like a lot of different things like that, just to make sure that you, and that's going to help a lot as far as how you're feeling too. Um, Mm -hmm. So definitely recommend doing that.
0: Yeah. Or bone broth, just have more bone broth.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like again, the soups, those are key so you can make your own. But again, if you're sick, you probably don't want to be <laughs> cooking a whole lot. So do you uh, incorporate bone broth? Uh,
0: I mean, I don't like have it right now, but like Aaron made chicken noodle soup with broth and a ton of extra chicken and like a bunch of vegetables and herbs and stuff, just like you were saying, and it was amazing. Um, I'm also a big proponent of like Vietnamese pho when you're sick mm, like if you get that oh my gosh it is the best sick day rainy day type of thing and it's packed with what protein carbohydrates electrolytes hydration like and just go for the broth and then if you make it spicy even better you clear out your sinuses so mm-hmm. that's like a big one for me is like just any kind of hot spicy soup when I'm sick. That's what I crave. And I a hundred percent recommend it like nutrition wise as well.
1: Yeah. That's what I would like to eat right now. (laughs) That is the one thing I missed about Northern Virginia. We don't really have very good places up here in New Mexico.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We don't have many here either in North Carolina. We have one that we go to and it's, it's good. It's nothing magical, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I think
1: that's it. I don't
0: have I have anything else to add. Yeah. Record timing. Good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can find both of us on Instagram. You can find me at Christy and fit. Marissa is at Marissa Roy fitness. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we hope to see you back next week.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast and we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something from it. Please remember that Christina and I are not medical professionals, so if you're going to make any changes to your exercise or nutrition routines, please consult with your doctor or medical team first. Finally, we would love you even more than we already do if you took the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are how this podcast moves up the ranks and becomes accessible to even more people. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday here at the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast.